Hey, thank you for listening to the Vegan Ambition Podcast. I'm here to let you know that you can visit us on our website at theveganambition.com or on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter. We post new content every single day. And now, time for the podcast. Hey, I'm Ruji, and today we're joined with Daniel, and I'm Ruji. Welcome to the Vegan Ambition Podcast Season 2, Episode 1. Today we have our first ever guest back in the studio with us to bring in Season 2. Welcome, Daniel. Hey, how's it going? It's good, it's good. Do you know that it's hard to restart a podcast every t- after taking a several month hiatus? <laughs> I, I bet it would be. It uh, I the whole podcast game changed while you were gone. Yeah, everything is different now. I have to readjust. But for those of you listeners wondering where I was, well, I was working. I got a full time job before I graduated university, and uh, it was really hard for me to uh, commute back and forth for two hours. So I had to take I had to take a little break from the podcast. But we're back. Uh, everything is good now. And before we start, I want to announce a few things. One, we have a new and updated website. If you want to follow us and get updates on the podcast, you can head there. You can sign up for our newsletter and for podcast announcements. And while we're we're gone, the podcast hit 4,000 all-time listens. Woo! Yeah. This is like... <laughs> I'll be in- your studio audience for a second. Congrats! <laughs> This is, I mean, I mean, this is like incredible. I don't know. It's such a good feeling uh, to know that so many people have listened to the podcast and who and want to listen to the podcast, mm-hmm. and it's really, really nice. So thank you everybody for listening and following us. And finally, uh, we have a little bit of a new format. Uh, we're still sticking with the food ads, and we still have a question period, but we're also now adding an advice section. Uh, but before we start, I'd like to thank today's sponsors, which are Yellow Split Peas, Pears, and Carrots. We got a full show. Yeah. And the Vegan Ambition is a tool to help vegans, vegetarians, and anyone else who's interested in learning about a plant-based lifestyle. We are a no-pressure zone, except for sometimes when we have our friends on and we can push them a little bit, but we're a no-hostility zone. We try not to pressure our guests here, but we are here to discuss different viewpoints with different view- uh, people. And we want to have an open discussion with vegans and non-vegans so that everyone can learn a thing or two. As always, education is our biggest goal here at The Vegan Ambition. All right, Danny boy. It's been a year. It's been one. Has it been a year? A little no. more, actually. A little more than a wow. year. Wow. We recorded it last uh, last May, and now it's July. We recorded it in... Uh, where did we record it? Was it in like, your bedroom? No, it was your bedroom. My bedroom. Your bedroom in Toronto. Yep. Yeah, yep. and now we've remember, moved remember, up to a sky rise with the working guy over here, you know. Remember that house? From basements to sky rises, the Daniel Ruji success story, I think. Tell me, Daniel, are you vegan yet? I'm vegan. No, you're not. I am. I would say that I am. Okay, tell me about you. Your I know what you're getting at. And tell, I, tell me, tell me. Okay, so uh, I, I've been vegetarian. If you didn't hear the first episode, uh, all the way back. Um, so yeah, I, I was vegetarian. I became vegetarian in grade nine, actually, on a bet. Uh, with my friend, we were at the at a theater uh, gathering, um, and they had pizza. And, um, I, and my friend bet me that I couldn't go without eating meat um, because there was pepperoni and cheese, obviously. And I said, I bet I could go without eating meat. And um, that's there was no um, no criteria for the bet. There was no reward. It was just uh, one of those early days. You will do it until you die, or we don't become friends type of bet. And um, along the way, that was when I was a kid, but now, uh, you know, I've developed environmental and ethical reasons uh, to become a vegan, and I really do believe in the cause. Um, and then, um, only a couple years ago, I, I developed <laughs> lactose intolerance, like really, really bad lactose intolerance. <laughs> like, it's disgusting. That was in university, in right? Uni- first yeah. year of university. Um, and that year was a mess, because I didn't, I didn't know you could become lactose intolerant later in life. Like, there's a period, yeah. like, when you're, like, 17 through, like, 20, when it, like, apparently can bubble up i guess I, I didn't and know it that. was a gross year because i was like why is my body doing this i've eaten cheese all my life um and i think honestly the same way that i became vegetarian not for a good reason and then developed those reasons along the way but through research and understanding and being around other people who have been vegetarian um the same thing happened with um cheese and dairy and stuff though i still eat eggs which is what dan is uh talking about when he says i'm not vegan yes so i don't consider you vegan uh, why because you eat eggs. But I don't eat eggs regularly. That ni- like 95% of the meals today? that I... I did eat eggs today because I wanted to bring this up. So I ate eggs this morning because I wanted to... I wanted to but... but not Daniel. out of hostility. Okay. I just, I just want you to know that... Out of... Uh, like, eggs eggs are a byproduct. Or they're a product of, what? of animals. Yeah, I, right? I know that. And, and I mean, really, like, a vegan lifestyle is trying your hardest. But 
to reduce as much as you can. Mm-hmm. But there's like a certain place where you have to say like, listen, if someone's eating eggs, that's not vegan. I don't know about that. I think I would say that 95% like I don't eat eggs very often. Okay. I ate them this morning because I was coming here and I knew you were going to talk to me about this yeah. and I wanted to really double down on what I was going to say. Yeah. Um, because because I'm a we've had this discussion. Guy. We've had this discussion many times before. Yeah, on and and off, I have yeah. never understood why you continue to eat eggs. Honestly, I think, and this might, um, I think I'm a little lazy, honestly. And I also don't, I, I kind of do it out of protest and I'm like, I'm, I don't think it's a big deal. I, I mean, I don't eat eggs. I don't go out of my, except this morning. I don't go out of my way to eat eggs. Yeah. Um, because there's no, if there's another option, there's no reason to in my mind. However, I also think that 95% of what I eat is vegan. Maybe more than that. I don't have eggs. Like, I don't eat breakfast because you, I'm a okay. millennial young person. Just, yeah. just Sorry, as come a side fact, what was the last candy you ate? Candy ate? I don't Does it know. probably contain gelatin? Because I know you don't check. Oh, gelatin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I also yeah. eat gelatin. Yeah. Because I think the thing but, is, to me, I don't care that much. Like, I, I care. Sorry, I care a lot. But when it comes down to that type of stuff, I'm like, I am generally vegan. But... And I strive to I strive to not eat eggs when I can, mm-hmm. but it does not bother me when I do. But it's kind of don't you think it's kind of um, like hypocritical to cons- to advocate for ge- veganism and consider yourself vegan and still contribute to not like non-vegan things like that? Like I understand I understand people who are yeah. who are uh, who are vegan and like they're still working their way through getting like vegan deodorants and like those kinds of things, which I was mm. struggling with for a while. Yeah. It's, it's a tough transition. Like I've started to try and buy vegan shoes, like and yeah. moving forward and clothes, like yeah. moving forward. Call it spring, by the way, shout out to call it spring. Yeah. Uh, all vegan now. And it's tough. It is hundred percent tough. It's totally and there's better tough. and better tools on the internet to help you, but it's tough. But I think that there, but like in terms of food, I think that it's so easy now. And there's, and it's, it's like, if you're not making that choice to make sure that your food does not contain gelatin, mm-hmm. does not contain eggs, does not contain um, honey. If you're not making those choices, I don't really, like, I personally would not say that you're vegan. And I think that there are a lot of people who would agree with me. A lot of people, maybe, maybe there are people who would disagree with me, but mm-hmm. I think, I really think, like, the eggs and, and the gelatin one, yeah. I, I really think, like, if you want to consider yourself vegan, you need to cut those out. Even if I cut those out, I'll, I'll even tell you this, I have gravy on Thanksgiving. Which is a meat byproduct, straight up. I yeah. that's something that yeah. I, I've done. I don't do it all the time, but I have done that in the past. Where I'm like, I don't care. By the way, yeah. I, I just want to like, just for your like, you should tell your grandma or your mom, whoever makes the gravy. Yeah. that there is like a vegetarian gravy that you can buy, and it's super good. Oh, I, my one grandmother makes a great vegetarian gravy for me, and the other is like all of my family comes in, oh. and they're not going to put in that effort for a little cousin Daniel. So, but I'm sorry, what I'm saying is, um. So I even do that. And even if I if I took out eggs, I took out gelatin, mm-hmm. and I still did that, I would still consider myself vegan. Because I don't think vegan is a, a a zero sum, is that the right word? Like a one, it's not binary. It's not you are or you are not. It's, it's not binary, I agree. But I think that there are, but again, like I, I really think that there is a certain place where you have to say, like if someone is, excuse me, if someone is uh, eating this, they're mm-hmm. not vegan. If someone came up to you and they said, hey, I eat chicken yeah. once a, a month. month. Would you say that they're vegan? Yeah, I would. I honestly, wow. I don't see the problem in it. I, I was thinking that that's like the um, height and scenario of me for sure. It is. But if they're like, I don't eat animal byproducts at all, but I see, I don't know, like I visit my, my you know, grandmother once a month and she cooks chicken, I eat chicken there. Or like, uh, or I have one day where I have a meal of chicken but, because I do like chicken. I would still say they're vegan because but, I think that generally, like, I think the idea of having veganism as a label be so um, intensely uh, gatekept, gate it's like, you but know, like that's. The, I think that's negative to in, the whole problem in general. To but, the to making any progress forward. But the problem that that comes in then is mm-hmm. like it's like where do you stop? Mm-hmm. And so like if you have someone who is you know like where where do you yeah where do you stop? In my opinion, someone like there are levels of like or not levels of veganism, but there is like a certain threshold that you have to meet mm-hmm. to be considered vegan. Okay. In my opinion, that means cutting out gelatin for mm-hmm. like for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cutting out eggs. Um, and making sure that 100% of your diet that you choose to eat mm-hmm. 
does not include animal byproducts or animal products. Yeah. And, you know, working towards like, and I think vegan deodorant and vegan um, produce, or not produce, uh, vegan like cleaning supplies and all that kind of stuff. That's like the next step above yeah. that. And I mean, event, like in theory, it never stops. Like it, yeah. there's no end to what you, how vegan you can be. No, because there's no end point to reducing your environmental impact. Exactly. And, and, and there are people who are like, you know, and humans. Yeah. And there are people who are like, if you're, you're, you're not like, I'm sure there are people who say that uh, being plastic free is part of it mm-hmm. or uh, eating organic is part of it or whatever. But to me, there's a really like a certain requirement that you have to hit because otherwise it devolves into the idea of anyone can be vegan as long as they like label themselves vegan, which mm-hmm. I disagree with because I am making a conscious choice all of the time when yeah. I eat to make sure that I'm not contributing to harm, mm-hmm. to uh, more severe environmental impacts, and and it's not always an easy choice. So if someone comes up to me and they say, "Hey, I'm vegan," and they're and I'm like, "Cool, uh, what'd you have for breakfast?" and they're like, "Oh, I had some bacon." Yeah, I'm like, I don't think that that is agreeable. Like, well, I, don't I would think agree that, that, that I counts. don't think that person is probably vegan, and but, you don't. But I don't think you. But you, it's the same yeah. thing with you. I wouldn't say it's the same. It thing. is the same thing with you because all all you're doing is you're saying that now chicken or um, eggs are on a different level than bacon. Where mm-hmm. I don't think that they're on a different level. They're still an animal. They're still like like they're like chickens are in cages in terrible places in huge huge factories and they're grown to ridiculous proportions and they're forced to push out eggs. Yeah. I'm not saying that there's not a problem with the egg industry, the all of that in general. But you're contributing to it. Your you're like pay, your money is going towards it. But I think when you can extrapolate that with like anything. Like we live in North America, like even if you have a vegan lifestyle, like your purchasing power goes to negative things all over the place. It it does, but as long as you like What 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 I'm trying to say is that I think we we just have different points of where we think you flip over into veganism. You say there is that point when you get rid of all animal byproducts, ingesting or you're eating in your diet, mm-hmm. they become vegan. And I totally get that. That is, I think, the general understanding of it. Yeah. However, I thought it'd be interesting if I brought this up because, you know, we're at different viewpoints. I might as well push for this. Yeah, it's fine. I think that I take much more of a, a general view where I think if you're if you're making those efforts and you are if you are almost there, like you are I think if you're basically, like, I would say I'm 95% vegan, I would lump myself into vegan. I think most people who are going out of their way to try and be vegan and then, I don't know, have a cheat, have some sort of, I don't know, other thing that they do, whether that's, like, they enjoy gummies and so they have gelatin. Or, in my case, I'll have eggs at breakfast every once in a while if I go out. Like, I think you can lump them still in vegan because I think if you don't, you're, like, kind of gatekeeping this idea and... People like these people who are doing it are still going out of their way to be vegan most of the time, and mm. I think you're gatekeeping this term. And I love the term gatekeeping. I've seen it a lot online recently, and I'm really doubling down today <laughs> with it. Um, <laughs> but um, yeah, I think it honestly does more harm to the community because I think people don't want to take that step because it feels like such a commitment. And on one hand, that's good because people are making the people who do choose to make that commitment. It's a real commitment, right? Mm -hmm. It takes a lot of work. It takes Mm -hmm. a lot of effort. And it is a, when you're on your journey to like becoming vegan, like it's a, it's a good, it's not an end point, but it's a good mark. You're like, I am here. I did this. Right. And I understand that. But I also think that that does a lot of harm to the majority of human beings who I think at this point, everybody's kind of around the world, not around the world. Sorry, I just bumped the microphone. But I think generally, maybe in North America more so, people are slowly coming to the understanding that we need to be reducing our meat intake, mm-hmm. and that it's not healthy. These industries are flawed. Um, right. And I think it does a lot of harm to kind of keep that as this, like, you have to be completely meat-free. The same thing with vegetarianism. I would say somebody's a vegetarian, even if they eat meat, like, once a week, because you are generally a vegetarian. And I think it's more about not gatekeeping these like these echelons of, you know, like... I, and more about being inclusive and getting people to start this journey. And then, as I am sure, in five years, 
maybe we can come back and I'll tell you if I still eat eggs or not. I don't think I will. Like, I, even from the last time we talked, I eat them way less than I used to then. Because yeah. everybody's on this journey and through, honestly, by being exposed to more and more, like by cooking more and more food that is vegan or veggies, mm-hmm, whatever, mm-hmm. wherever you are at, you just get more comfortable with it. And then you slowly refine and refine until you become right. vegan or even more. And I mean, I see your point. I, like, I see all of your points. I get them. Mm-hmm. But I really think that, you know, what it comes down to is your your conscious choice. Yeah. And someone who is 90% or 95% of the time consciously choosing not to eat meat, I'm very happy like about that. Like, don't get me wrong. I yeah. love that. That's amazing. Like, I'm, I'm really happy that you do not eat meat. But my issue comes in when it's like, a, how do I explain it? It's kind of like, yes, I am gatekeeping it in a mm-hmm. way. But I don't think that that is a bad thing because I am trying to sh- to show people and tell people like, listen, like once you're here, like your conscious choice is actually different now because yeah. your conscious choice of 100 percent of the time not eating meat is much more like m- much more will- willful and much more difficult to make. Like if if uh, you cut out dairy because of your stomach, <laughs> True. right? Yeah. But a year ago, a little more than a year ago, you were still eating dairy once in a while with your dairy lactose pills. Yeah, about four years. Oh, yeah, even, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I remember. Yeah, yeah. No, truly. Um, but there is so much harm that goes into the dairy industry and the egg industry that every time that you consciously choose to eat that product, you're mm-hmm. contributing to harm. And, like, like literally, like you, you know, yeah. these are animals are, are dying and being killed and for that. And I agree with you. That. And so... I don't really like respect the idea that that you can label yourself as vegan when you're still contributing to that that impact. Hmm. And so, I mean, there's another term for it. It's called flexitarian. Oh my god! Yeah, I hate that one. I don't. I don't yeah. like. No, I don't like the labels either. But I like. I really think that there sh- there needs to be a limit. And when people are starting, like when people are like, "Hey, I'm vegan," and and then they're like. Oh, but I eat beef once a month or like I eat yeah. chicken once a month or something like that. I don't really consider that to be vegan because you're even that 1%, even mm-hmm. that one time is contributing to an industry that is that is killing animals and really badly killing animals and like really But I think for a lot of people things. it's hard to not do that. Like I think for a lot of people it's hard to give it up completely. Yeah. And so and, you have to be generous with these labels before sure, they get there completely. But I don't but I, I think if someone is working their way towards it, I don't think they should be there should be a label at all. Interesting. Like, the other I, thing, like I think yeah. if someone is working towards veganism or working towards vegetarianism, like I'm I'm very happy about that. But that is their label. They're working towards it. Mm. They're not vegan, in my opinion, yeah. because they're re- like there needs to be a limit. I guess when I think of the label, I kind of think of it in a different way. Like when I would say that I'm liberal. But, like, that doesn't mean that I agree with all tenets of, like, liberalism. Like, there is, like, there's, I don't know if this is a, like, apples to apples comparison, but, like, when we apply labels to different things, like, I think there is that gray area where, like, any sort of belief or moral type of label, which I guess kind of veganism falls into. Mm -hmm. Like, I feel like there's a gray area there, and you want more people to adopt it. Like, I wouldn't, like, say, like, for example, if somebody were to be like, I'm liberal, but I think we should cut, I don't know. I don't know enough about this, but like some, some sort of tenant or something. Like, I, I think that the rich, we don't need to tax break or we, we can give tax breaks to the riches or something. You know, I'd still say, well, you're probably like generally still like, you're still liberal, right? Sure. Does that make sense? It, I don't it, know. It does. I have waded into an uncomfortable and unfamiliar territory with this, uh, with this, uh, argument. <laughs> no, I understand. Where, I understand what you're trying to say, but I'm just saying think, like all labels don't necessarily, it doesn't have to be sure. all in on any specific label. I feel like that's, sure. how, that's how most labels work. But by my definition yeah. and by, and, and usually the way that we label things is by majority definition. Sure. Majority people will not agree that you're vegan. I agree that you're vegetarian. Oh, hundred percent. Ish. What do you mean vegetarian-ish? I don't eat meat. Yeah, but you eat gelatin and you eat gravy. 
I don't think you Once can buy. I, see, I think that's where the problem comes in, right there. I think there's I, an entitlement to being vegan. It's not, no, 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 it's not an entitlement. Like, like, it's do you not. do you kind of hear what you're saying? Though? I like, do. I do not. Like, I go out of my way. It once and that one time is still harm to something. Do you kind of hear what you're saying though? Like that sounds absolutely crazy ridiculous to me. It's oh. a, it sounds like like an entitlement when you get to this level of being vegan where you're like people can go out of their way to not eat meat, to not do this, to not do that. Yeah. But then to have one like eat gelatin or to have gravy once or to do this, you're like, "Well, you're not even vegetarian." I think that that is a level of um I don't want to keep saying entitlement, but it's like kind of this um, self, like aggrandizing thing that vegans do, and I think that I'm, there's a big problem with it. I think that no, because so, isn't the goal to have eat like for the world to eat less meat? It is, it is, but at the same time, and you um, can't get there by chastising people for I'm not, taking those steps along the way. Like let them live their journeys and find their way along. And yes, right? I, I agree, I agree completely. And I'm not necessarily chastising or uh, entitlement or f- I'm not saying that I'm above you. No, no, no. For being vegan and, and whatever. What I'm saying is that I like I think if you're going to do something and you're going to call yourself something, mm-hmm. you should do it all the way. And you should try to make sure that you're that you are actually representing what that definition is. I mean, the vegetarian is the de- definition is um, you don't eat any any products that except for um, dairy and and egg yeah right and you know even though it's really once in a while like I'm not gonna like be out here all the time saying like oh Daniel's not vegetarian but yeah. like like in this discussion I will say like I don't think that 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 one thing to me limits you it's that one cheat and it, it is still it's still important because it's still contributing to an animal's death. But I honestly, like, and this is where it comes to differences of opinions, because I think that little difference that people can get hung up on for people working their way towards vegetarianism or veganism or calling themselves vegan or vegetarian, like I am doing, mm-hmm. I think getting hum- hung up on that creates such a problem for all the other people who are trying to do it themselves or trying to, like, I'm only going to eat meat, you know, for one meal a day, or, like, I'm only going to eat meat on the weekends or like there's all those different steps along the way. And I wouldn't say people who eat meat once a day are vegetarian. Of course not. Right. But I think everybody has these steps and to kind of have these check marks along the way that if you don't fall into, um, you can't kind of take that term. Like these terms are taken by the people who identify with it. It's not, I don't think it's the place for vegans to say who are like, I am, I eat no animal byproducts to be like this person who eats almost no animal byproducts can identify with this term. Because that, that I think sounds that like I, an entitlement I, and gatekeeping to me. Well, I mean, I, I disagree, but um, but to me, it really comes down to being like, you know, is an animal being harmed mm-hmm. by your choices? Do you and when kind you, of? Because I I, 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 okay, I sorry, see, I'm no, not, yeah. I see where you're going, but when you represent yourself as vegetarian or yeah. vegan, and but then you you like tell them that you know I still eat this yeah. once in a while. It actually changes the dis- the the discussion and it changes the way that people view it. But don't you think it also makes it more accessible for other people to get to that point and then continue? But then, but then that person, like, let's say, you know, this, we have a third fictional yeah. person here, yeah, 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 and we're and you're talking to him to him or her or whatever, and you're like, hey, um, you know, I'm vegan, yeah, and they're like, oh, that's cool. I don't know very much about veganism. Tell me about it. And you're like, oh, well, I eat this, 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 and this, and sometimes I eat eggs. Yeah. And they're like, oh, that's cool. I might want to go vegan. Then, you know, two years later or yeah. whatever, they're talking about it. And they're like, I eat this, 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 and eggs. Now the definition has changed. I and don't that think that's really how it works, though. I think it works in like... But it, but it does. That That's how society changes, right? Like society's uh, terms and definitions changes by who represents them. So I don't disagree with you that veganism is not eating animal byproducts. What I'm disagreeing, because I think that is the definition of it. Yeah. Not eating, yeah, where Products you or stand. Products. Yeah. Where I disagree is that I think people who don't quite meet that definition can still label, label themselves as a vegan, and I think that's okay. I have a question for you, though, based on mm-hmm. what we just talked about, because I, I feel this way a little bit, sure. and it's kind of a, a, a dirty feeling, but 
not a dirty feeling, uh, listeners out there. I, we'll see. I'll just, I'll just let me just uh, pose the question. This podcast is now. <laughs> let me just pose the question. Yeah. Do you feel better than by not eating meat than people who eat meat? Do you feel better about like? Do you feel better than them? No. No, not at all. Because no, I think no, no. I do a little bit. No, I don't. I, I, I really like. I've, I've tried. I've tried to make sure that I'm always on the same level as other people. Like you don't they, feel like it's a better like you don't feel better that you're making. I I no because I think everyone is in a different place now. If someone was like a um like a like a elephant hunter mm-hmm. or something, I'd be like, yeah, that's pretty crappy. Like that's a pretty bad thing to do. Yeah, but I'm not. But I think that like. But I think that um, people who eat meat, maybe they don't know about it, or they haven't, or that you know they haven't learned about their choices and what how their choices are actually contributing to society because we're so. Like we as as North Americans mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. as Western society are so devolved and so removed from what meat actually is yes. that it's hard for us to empathize and understand with animals. And but I don't put myself on top of anyone. I, I'm level in my like my view. I'm level with others. Yeah, but do you feel in some way that you're making the right moral choice and they're not? Um, I believe or that ethical the, choice. I, I believe the that the is. right ethical choice is to be vegan Mm -hmm. but that doesn't mean that that what they're doing is necessarily wrong okay i'm not trying to make it black and white but yeah yeah, yeah. it's it's kind of like like they're on their own journey like we keep going right Mm -hmm. like everyone is on their own journey and like society like western society is changing we've already seen this so much in canada yep you know like we have so many more vegan products it is insane like that is something that i think we take for granted regularly is that there is an abundance of vegan products Mm -hmm. um which has made my transition to whatever you would say I am now, uh, from meat eater to still meat eater, I guess, um, <laughs> has been, it made it way easier, Yeah. right? Um, and yeah, that's something, and it's only becoming more and more common, which is just yeah. fantastic yeah. to see. I think now is a good time for our sponsor call. And we wouldn't be able to do what we do without yellow split peas. No joke, they comprise a good chunk of my diet, and without them, I don't know where I would be. My favorite dish, to make them with is called kik alicha. It's an Ethiopian dish that is delicious and simple to make. And all you need, I think, are onions, garlic, ginger, and turmeric, and of course, yellow split peas. If you've ever made this, uh, if you've ever made something with yellow, if you've, oh no, if you've never made something with yellow split peas, you have got to. Uh, thank you, yellow split peas, for sponsoring today's podcast. All right. Now, both of us have been vegetarian or vegan for a while, mm-hmm. wh- whatever. Um, I want to pose the question, yeah, which is, how much of an impact will a listener have or someone else who have mm. who isn't vegan if they go vegan or they work their way towards it or whatever? I think the impact is unprecedented and huge. Um, as I, I think also, there's an interesting. Um, oxymoron in in how i talk about veganism Mm -hmm. and that um both i do feel like um there shouldn't be gatekeeping that like what we just talked about those labels right we've gone over it extensively yeah but i also do feel very strongly and this is a total hypocrite moment and i admit that i feel very very strongly that if you can go vegan you should you have a responsibility to go vegan and i totally understand the nuances when we get into discussions about poverty we get into discussions about culture and um that type of stuff. Sure. And I understand those arguments. But mm-hmm. I think there is almost a responsibility to be vegan if if you are in the position where you can be. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that makes me that makes me more mad than anything in the world, I was at a, a my girlfriend's family gathering and somebody was talking about meat. And I, I was talking about how um, I'm vegetarian or I don't eat meat because they were serving like, it was an old school Italian thing. So it was lots of meat, lots of cheese yeah, and yeah, stuff. Yeah. And I was like, I don't eat cheese. I don't eat meat. I haven't done this. Oops, sorry. I hit the mic again. I haven't done this for a while. And um, somebody was like, I don't know how I could give it up. You know, I, it just tastes so good. I just, I just love meat. I'm like, that's such a uh, BS excuse. Yeah. Uh, and it really enrages me because I'm like, that means nothing. Yeah. You like it. My favorite, uh, like, like part of that argument. Yeah. And I've, I've heard this so many times. Every single person that has ever said that to you, yeah, and every single person that is vegan, or not every single, but like most vegans, mm-hmm. said the same thing once. Oh yeah. When I was in high school, I had two vegan friends. Uh, they were on the podcast, Ethan and Eleanor, and I remember, I recall very vividly, mm-hmm. 
uh, when they would they were vegan in high school, which was like that's way early on. Way early. Yeah. That was like eight or nine years ago now, and that's yeah. I mean it's way harder to be vegan back then. And I was like, I literally one day I was like, I don't think I could do it. It's just so hard. I just I just don't think I can. Yeah. And I mean, <laughs> look at me. Well, truly, it's like any other lifestyle choice you make. You it know? really like, is. Yeah. You learn and you develop. Like it's not actually that hard. There's a learning curve to it, just like anything else, yeah. right? You have to learn the right foods to buy, the right prep to do. Yeah. But once you have that down, it's like cooking anything else because you have it in your mind. You know exactly mm. what to do. I don't even think about like, I don't know when the last time I thought about like meat was. Oh yeah. In terms of like food, because I just don't ever think about it. I, I really like, it, like blinders. Like I really block it yeah. out. It's Somebody really asked me about. Out. I had to buy cheese. I was doing a film shoot and I was trying to buy lunch. Uh, for somebody, mm-hmm. and they were making sandwiches, and we we're like, "Well, we should, most people eat cheese." And I was like, "Do we have to get meat?" And, and so I didn't actually, but I, I was gonna get cheese for people. And um, I was like, "Oh my god, this stuff is so expensive!" I was like, and then yeah. we looked at the meat. I was like, "What is going on?" I just block it out. I don't, yeah. I don't yeah. know what's happening yeah. with it. I, I, yeah, I derailed it a bit, but yeah. sorry, but that's my like oxymoron where I do, I do, like, I do eat eggs sometimes, but I truly believe. And um, I, I guess everybody's complicated like this, but I do believe that if you can go vegan, you have a responsibility to go vegan. Because mm-hmm. I think the impact, back to the question, the impact that you have as an individual going vegan is huge, mm-hmm. I think. I mean, you can say that it doesn't, like you're one person in the grand scheme of things, but I think the social influence you yeah. exert by becoming vegan yeah. is actually, like, it's, um, I don't know, it's uncalculatable. So, I mean, what, and... Uh, Sam and I talked about this in the last podcast. Actually, he was on the last episode. Okay, yeah, good Shout friend of mine. Sam. Yeah, um, co-host of the Giamatti podcast, Giamatti, yeah. Giamatti, Giamatti on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, if I remember correctly. <laughs> um, a, and real, a really good other podcast if you like podcasts. Sorry, Dan, what were you saying? And he asked me something similar in terms of, you know, what kind of like impact or what kind of thing, because I'm only one person. Yeah. Oh, inter- interesting. And my. And what I said to him and what I truly believe is like every dollar you spend mm-hmm. on a vegan product does not go to the meat industry. Yeah. I mean, maybe it goes to like, okay, so there's a little bit of a caveat here because <laughs> technically there are some brands that are now owned by meat companies like Tyson Foods yep. owns like a couple. Um, and Tyson Foods is terrible. But, but they are corporations. And I see that mo- if that money is going like – it's not like it's going all to the meat company, you know. Well, if they yeah. see that people are buying these alternatives, 100%. they're going to invest in them. Yeah. So, so when they do their financial breakdowns, yeah. uh, every quarter uh, or whatever, every year, uh, they're going to go in and they're going to be like, oh, like you know, this brand or whatever made up this proportion, and they can see all of that coming. That's why they're investing in it. And you know, ideally and hopefully, um, there will be more companies that aren't owned by like the big players but that's kind of how finance and capitalism works and it is what it is right yeah Yeah. it kind of is what it is but every single dollar that you are spending on a vegan product is not going towards uh, a non-vegan product every time i buy uh tofu every time i buy like deodorant i use toms uh, most of the time uh every time i buy um like dish soap that is vegan it is not going to a brand that is like known for not having vegan products and known for testing on animals. Yeah. And that is huge. And change is slow, but like all the, um, all the stakeholders along the way, like see that, right. They see yeah. like the grocery store, see how much they're selling as products. Sure. And if more people are buying these alternatives, mm-hmm. then they're going to have more and then it'll, uh, more people will pay attention to it. Yeah. And it kind of becomes a cycle, right. A positive feedback cycle. Yeah. And I think even just becoming vegan in your social, social, oh my goodness, circle, I think has a big impact. Maybe not everybody's going to become yeah. vegan, but when people go out with you, maybe they try an alternative. Maybe they find out yeah. like by talking to you that it's not actually that hard, so they limit their meat. Like everybody, I think by becoming a vegan or becoming a vegetarian or starting that journey, you really like jumpstart everyone around you to mm-hmm. at least have those primary discussions about it and like thoughts of like, oh, maybe I don't need to live like this and that this other yeah. lifestyle is a possibility. And in terms of like social stuff, I think Graydon on episode two, we talked about this a lot and mm. big fan of the Giamatti, Giamatti, Giamatti podcast <laughs> on Spotify and Apple podcast. Yeah. yeah. Shout out to Giamatti. Um, <laughs> I'll stop with this. <laughs> yeah. I actually had, a, I actually tired? had, I actually had a call in for oh, it later. Really? Oh, yeah, per, I mean, I'm not going to drop it completely. There will yeah. be a plug. <laughs> um, but Sorry, what were you saying? Great. He, great. He was talking about how he had a friend 
who went vegan but didn't tell anyone. He was just very like interesting, like n- neutral and very like low. Yeah, in, about it. Because vegans and love to be loud. That's why this podcast so, does so well. <laughs> maybe. Uh, so some vegans do love to be loud, but like I think I thought about a lot after that podcast, and I and I've been thinking about it consistently. Is like what like everybody that knows me knows I'm vegan. Yes. Basically. You I got nine three, four stickers on your laptop. Yeah. But I don't like I don't go out and advocate for it mm-hmm. unless someone is uh asking me questions about it or yeah. it just comes up, something like that. But I I don't like I just don't do that. Well anymore. like I su- I surprised my girlfriend when I we were walking in New York City and we only ate vegan in New York City because yeah. I was like there's so much good food around here we have to yeah, of course. eat vegan. Yeah. <laughs> and it was delicious. It was an incredible food journey. But I was we were walking somewhere. We had just gotten like some really good vegan food and I went into like we were just talking about veganism and like why I uh, do this and different things like that. And, um, I went on that basically a big thing about, yeah, your responsibility if you mm-hmm. can to be a vegan. Right. And, um, she was very surprised because I don't talk like that to people yeah. generally. Like if somebody's like eating meat, I don't care. Like, I mean, I'm not going to start. I mean, I care, but I'm not going to start. I'm not going to chastise them. I'm yeah, not going to yeah, come yeah. at them, you know? And even when people are like, I'm reducing like my meat intake, I'm like, that's great. Like good for you. Like it's always about positivity and enforcing, yeah, for sure. trying to reinforce those yeah. ideas. But then she was really taken aback because I was like, well, if you ha- if you can, you should be. And she's like, oh, my goodness, where did this extremist come from? <laughs> I'm like, because I don't want, like, it is, it does no good yeah. to bring that out into I, the I, world I think generally. most of the time, yeah. And and I've noticed recently. There are exceptions, but yeah. I've noticed recently, like, I've been hanging out with a couple people who are not vegan. Mm-hmm. Um, but we go to either a vegan restaurant or we go to a restaurant with vegan options. And they yeah. will either order what I get, which is like a vegan option or, or which it's a vegan restaurant. So they're eating vegan. And like, I think that that it has a really beneficial impact on people and they can see that like, you know, this food is good and, and, and yep. that they want to eat that. And you know, like there's a round place I go to with one of my friends and we went there the first time I got a vegan option. She mm-hmm. got a meat option. Then we went there a second time, like two weeks later and we both got the vegan option. Yeah. And like, she was like, Oh, this is freaking good. Cause I think like, everybody yeah. knows it's the right thing to do. Like, I don't think that's like, I don't think I, I don't everyone think knows, not everyone, but I think generally more yeah. and more people are aware, like whether or not they want to yeah. act on that to various degrees, fine. Yeah. But I think most people understand like there are flaw- the, the meat system is flawed mm-hmm. it, it, it has environmental impacts. I think that's becoming more and more mm-hmm. clear across people. People know that and understand that. And so I've also heard more and more people being like, um, you know, like, oh, the Beyond Meat Burger A and W, like, oh, oh I'm yeah. gonna try that. People love it. Like people who eat or meat are like, style. oh, I gotta try that. Oh yeah, I gotta try the sausage at the Beyond oh, Sausage so, at so Tim's. Good. Like people who eat meat regularly, and I don't think are making a change to even do that, but are trying these alternatives and adding yeah. those into like the repertoire of their diet, mm-hmm. which I think in the end limits the meat. Totally. So yeah. you know, and um, and I think that has to do with people buying into these things, yeah. and then it creates, you know. People yeah. understand in public. They're like, oh, I want to get in on this. Beyond Meat disappeared for a while because everybody ate it. Like, what's that about? I want to check it out. And then it's yeah. like, oh, that's better for the environment. Mm-hmm. And then maybe I'll continue every so, now and again. Or, yeah. so, so the impact, in my view, is huge. And I think Daniel's view as well. Yeah. It's like... It's an optimistic view. It, it is. But, like, it's it's crazy. Like, it's actually remarkable to see, you know, all of the restaurants and all the places that are chains and are, that are, have... have for so long rejected mm-hmm. meat or rejected uh, vegan options yeah. are now all pivoting. Let alone vegetarian options. Now, yeah. like, it is unheard of to go to a place that doesn't have a vegetarian option, yeah. which even Honestly. eight or nine years ago, like, when I became vegetarian, was very hard. Yeah. I'm sure, like, your vegan friends, like, all of that. Like, when we were in high yeah. school, it was beyond it was beyond uh, complicated to do that. Yeah, for sure. And, and, I mean, so now, like, and that's because of our individual impacts mm-hmm. it's because of daniel being vegetarian for five or six years now right yeah yeah or nine years I nine think. years i started in grade yeah. nine it's been like oh yeah almost, it's been like probably almost like almost years. Years. i actually think i wrote that in earlier yeah um and and for me being uh vegan for almost three or i guess two and a half years yeah and like that like all of my money always goes towards vegan things and these companies want to make money and they yeah. see that and that's and that's amazing and the that's other great. thing is Vegans are typically uh, younger and it's becoming trendier and you want to cater to that market in general. So it's becoming something that's like cool, mm-hmm. something that's marketable to, mm-hmm. you know, that makes money. 
And I think we're kind of in a boom of vegan and vegetarian options right now and alternatives and all that different thing, all that different stuff. I just hope it continues to boom. I think it will. If people like this are like being like, what is the impact? Like the impact right now is pretty clear because mm-hmm. we're in this positive feedback loop right now. Mm-hmm. Take those first steps on your journey of eating less meat or becoming vegan or vegetarian. And it just continues, right? And it just becomes yeah. bigger and there's more options everywhere. Yeah. I've been also trying, I mean, also, I mean, every time that you choose not to eat, meat mm-hmm. or you choose not to eat dairy or you yep. choose not to eat eggs or you choose not to eat whatever uh that is me uh by, by product or pro- product you're saving the life of the animal mm-hmm. that's like, only that i think is overlooked generally because yeah. most people talk about environmental impacts which i also think is something that's kind of um a strategic thing because one the environment's incredibly important right now in a hot <laughs> hot <laughs> topic of debate um but also i think People are easily dismissive of the animal rights thing. Yeah. Though I think it's incredibly important. Um, so I think people focus on the environmental impact. But you are saving the life of an animal. Right? It's one less animal that's... It's, it is yeah. it is one less animal. I'm trying to find it. There's a website. Oh, here it is. I found it. Animal Kill, kill Clock. Oh, my God. Yeah. So this is a great website if you really want to see <laughs> what impact uh, you're having. And I'm going to do... Canada. This episode is sponsored by uh, Yellow Split Peas, Jamadi 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 on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and AnimalKillClock.com. So I'm gonna do. I'm I'm looking at Canada right now, and they have uh, they have options for the U.S., the U.K., and uh, and Australia, right? Yeah, Australia. Um, it's 2019. It's the middle of 2019, and so far this year in 2019, there have been three billion animals killed. Jeez, jeez, Louise. 700 million in chickens in Canada. And that's and that so that's the meat that's killed in Canada, not even the meat that's consumed in Canada from Just the meat that's killed in Canada. Yeah. 700 million chickens. Wow. 20 million turkeys. 3 million and We haven't even hit Thanksgiving yet yeah. this year. 3 million cattle, which is actually way less than I thought, but I think in the states it's bigger. Yeah. 21 million pigs. 6 million ducks and geese. Okay. 500,000 fish, 400 million, uh, no, 500,000 sheep. That's what I meant to say. Okay. 400 million, almost 500 million fish and 4 billion shellfish. 4 billion. That's like shrimps. Shrimp and lobster. Lobster. Yeah. Like all that stuff. Oh yeah. Cause we have that big makes industry sense. here. Yeah. yeah. In in the States, uh, the shellfish numbers are huge also 43 yep. billion Get that east coast 3 billion fish 7 almost 8 billion chickens in the holy states holy cow 200 million turkeys 35 million cattle 123 million pigs i mean like it's like when you hear these numbers it's too big to it's, process it's too big to process like mm-hmm. you can't you physically cannot understand it but I highly recommend that you go to an animal sanctuary or you go uh, just to visit, like just to f- just find these animals and like visit them and think about it. Every number on this page, that's one of those animals that yeah. is being killed yeah. for other people to eat. And there's steps or along the way for that real. too. Like if you're listening, cause your podcast, everybody listens to your podcast, meat eaters, vegans, vegetarians, all, all across the yeah. spectrum. Hope if you know, that's the intention anyway. For even people eating meat, like, if you go to a local butcher with local farms who take care of their animals, right, like, that's also, like, you're taking away from the system. Like, that. when we're talking about putting, ve- like, dollar source vegan products, if you eat meat, like, at least, and I feel very passionate about this, like, at least go towards local, well, like, sourced options. Because mm-hmm. that money goes to at least like farmers who care people who um, do it with um, intention and responsibility. Um, and that's how you make change in general. Right. And I think I mean, this factory farming stuff is like a huge stain on honestly, our <laughs> current society. Yeah. It's just gross that we have this and this lack of care for animals in general. One of the thing that's things that's interesting that I'm reading this here is that in 2018, it was 818 million in Canada that were killed. In total? Yep. Animals. Total. Okay. Yeah. Which is up from, from 800 million in 2017. Wow. Which is up from 771 million in 2016. Mm-hmm. 750 million in 2015. Whoa. That's insane. A lot 
Those are big jumps. Those are those are pretty big jumps. But one thing that what was does it go back like ten years? Uh, no, it only it's up to twenty fifteen. Okay. But I but one thing that is that is changing in Canada is that it's actually less people in Canada that is eating it. Mm-hmm. As well, there's a higher shift to chicken. Like a lot more chicken is being consumed, which is why the numbers are bigger. Oh, okay. But yeah. a lot of Canada meat, pig, this is beyond fascinating, yeah. pig, and uh, especially is shipped to China. Yep. Okay. Huge, huge, huge numbers, um, and and there, they're still going through a shift of eating more meat. Well, that's that's such an interesting topic. That's probably should be discussed on another podcast. But yeah. that whole thing where it's like, it just begs so many interesting questions. Because how can you like a country that's becoming more and more like you know modernized mm-hmm. and with modernization comes eating meat and we've kind of in Canada and America kind of started to pass that point to be like okay now we see where that got us now we're kind of dipping our toes into alternatives and these markets are increasing but China is a step behind that right and the meat yeah. consumption is increasing yeah. and increasing well it has to do with like um, with kind of the idea that uh, western is the way to go yes and people in like China as a whole like has had, their goal has been to be as Western as possible for a long time. Mm-hmm. And they used to not eat a lot of meat. Uh, yes, exactly. Now their right? meat numbers are going up because yeah. they're... It's a sign of, like... Um, it's a sign of, like, wealth. Yeah. But another thing that's really cool is I'm reading this um, this page, and there was a poll done uh, by Dalhousie University mm-hmm. in 2018. 7.1% of Canadians are vegetarian. Wow. And 2.3% are vegan. That oh, is, so that's like almost 10%. That is huge. That's, that is basically 10%. That's huge. And I'd love to see the stats of how many people have taken some action to reduce meat in their diet. Because yeah. I'm sure it's probably, well, I don't know. I'd love to see a stat. I won't make any Well, wrong. one, other, one stat I could give you right now well, is amazing. that uh, milk consumption has fallen by 24.8% per capita over the last 20 years. Got milk? Nope. Nope. <laughs> Milk is on a steady decline, which is great. Because, um, uh, beyond veganism, milk's gross. Yeah, Why? it's so gross. Milk's weird, guys. Ugh. Like, uh, there's a great sticker. I think sticker. everybody can uh, come together and just say, milk's weird. Oh, you have a sticker on your laptop. Milk is weird. Yep. Milk's weird. And there's a dude laying under the cow drinking the milk. And that is super weird. Yeah. Like, I, I, I get people eating meat before drinking. Like, drinking milk just is on another level of, like, that's just strange. Yeah, and, I mean, listen, almond milk, cashew milk, it's so good. I mean, my roommate still drinks um, uh, milk, and I'm trying so hard <laughs> to convince him. But he, yeah, doesn't it just make sense to have milk from nature and not out of the teat of an animal? One thing that's funny about him is I think he's <laughs> lactose intolerant. Oh, really? But he still has milk, but he eats vegan ice cream. Because I've told oh, him because, about vegan ice cream, yeah, yeah, he likes yeah. it a lot. Yeah, and so I'm just like, oh, that's another thing. You, you can judge how far veganism has come based on vegan ice creams. <laughs> like a year, like yeah. because people can roll their eyes when I'm like, eight, nine years ago, it was hard in high school to eat vegan options, which it was. It was. But even two years ago, vegan ice cream was limited. Now, then there was Ben and Jerry's, and now there's like, um, I'm talking in Canada. We're based in yeah. Canada, but like, um, the now ben there's, Jerry's, there's Magnum, there's <laughs> President's Choice. Yes. There's um, there's like a whole other like there's, there's a bunch a of brands of their own just vegan brands and you know you've made it when President's Choice or like these no name g- yeah. generic brands start getting in the game well where it's recently like, oh there's money to be made there recently in about I think it was May or the beginning of June President's Choice came out with a huge line well not huge but it was like I think it was like seven products or ten products of like all like all, like pure vegan products uh, that are like food vegan or like chi- how, yeah right? like, so they have like vegan like chicken replacements they have like chicken strips they have Insane. like Burgers, which are, really, are good burgers, by the way. Hmm. They have ice cream. They have like a bunch of stuff, and like that's huge. President's Choice, if you don't know, in Canada, is a huge brand. It's one of the biggest, probably the biggest, like food brands because they own a ton of companies. Yeah, and it's like a generic, like um, yeah. And yeah. so the fact that they came out with this, oh, and they have like a vegan um, yogurt and everything. Like oh yeah, so I've seen that. yeah. The fact that they have come out with this these lines means that. Obviously, there's a huge shift, and I'm hoping, and I'm really excited. I hope they bring out more and more and more. Yeah, I like that. All right, 
Pears. Pears, pears. Do you like pears? I actually love pears. Pears are delightful. Get me a, what are those brown ones called? Um, oh. Boston. No, not Boston. Not a Boston, but are they like a... Bo- um, yeah, I'd like a Boston pear, please. I'd like a Boston pear. I don't know what the accent that no, was. What am I British, doing? Maybe. Yeah. Um, I love pears. Give me a pear any day. Refreshing, delightful. Mm-hmm. Mm. So I really like fruits that are very hard. So okay. if, when pears, like sometimes I have a like a love-hate relationship with pears. Because so interesting. I, I'm so scared of fruits that are hard because I'm scared it's going to break my... Uh, my um, what is that called? Your teeth? My, not my teeth. Whatever's behind my teeth. My... Um, Frick, um, your gum, your retainer, my retainer. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What? I know. I don't think that, that. Okay, I don't know. I'm I, scared. I love hard fruit, and so pears. Like I have a love hate relationship with them because they they're either really hard or really soft. Yep. And recently, I've been finding more hard ones, and I've been enjoying the soft ones just as much. So pears have turned like into a, a more love pear. love relationship. Uh, oh, I love it. And now I am a big fan. Uh, but if you don't have any pears at home. Buy some. Yeah, you're doing something <laughs> wrong. Go grab some pears. Thank you, pears, for sponsoring today's episode. All right. So, someone who has been vegetarian for ten years, I want to hear what advice you have to our listeners about going vegetarian or vegan. Sorry, it's fine. Um, being vegetarian, enjoying life as a vegetarian, yeah. as a vegan, whatever. Tell me about it. Um, I think my transition was interesting. I didn't really have problems transitioning in my two steps from not eating. From eating meat to not eating meat, I found it very easy to give it up. I was never a big, big meat. Like, I ate meat regularly with my family and whatnot, but, like, I was never someone who... My sister has become vegetarian. Oh, nice. Um, she's been vegetarian for a number of years now, but um, she was a much bigger meat eater than me. Like, she was, like, really? the kid who was like, oh, I love ribs. I love... I, we had yeah. to, like, you know, like, oh, I'll try alligator. I was never like that. I was like, oh ribs are messy, and I, I guess I'll eat chicken. I'll eat chicken fingers. Yeah. Um, so to me, it was not a big transition. And, I, and I've heard from many other people that it's very tough. Yeah. But I just cut it out, and then I was fine. Um, and again, with dairy, maybe that's because I, I realized I was lactose intolerant, and I was like, oh, I can stop... Um, my body will stop turning against me if I cut this out. Um, so that made me a little bit more. That was a harder transition, but it was um, a necessary one, mm-hmm. uh, which made it easier. My advice in general is do a lot of research. There's so many great YouTube channels online that mm-hmm. you can learn about veganism. I still, or vegetarianism, I love watching people cook things and yeah. be like, I found out that um, there's like a sloppy Joe sauce. I was just watching a video and it was like, it was like man, 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 meat, manimal. I don't know. It's something like that, but it's like a sloppy. Shout out to avant-garde vegan. Ooh. He has some really good recipes. Okay. Yeah. yeah. like his stuff. But I was just like watching a thing and he was like, this sloppy Joe mix, man sauce or whatever is, uh, is vegan. I was like, what? That's in my cupboard. And then I just like, you know, made it some, some, uh, soy beef or whatever I had, like whatever yeah, yeah, yeah. laying around and put that in and made some sandwiches. Like this is crazy. crumbles too. You could, mm, if, you, yeah, if you wanted yeah. to just do like tofu crumbles, oh, man. you could do that. That's Delicious. like, that's like sofritas at, uh, oh, okay. at, uh, uh, Chipotle. Okay. Yeah. 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 All, it's all, all it is is tofu. Sofritas. Mm. It's just tofu. The yeah. more, you know, yeah. um, but yeah, I would say like right now we're in such a boom as we were talking about of, mm-hmm. of options for these diets. Um, it's not hard to find stuff online. Like mm-hmm. you can look things up. It's great. And like all recipe, like uh, websites, all like all apps that have recipes all have options for these. Mm-hmm. So it's fun, like experiment and have fun with it. Yeah. I think it's the biggest thing because it's not hard anymore to get into it. No, it's easy. So have fun with it. Um, yeah. Learn. Yeah. Cool. Um, do I have any other advice? Let me think. I have one more piece of advice okay. that I'm thinking of right now. Okay. This piece of advice is, um, <laughs> what was the question? Uh, what just what advice do you have for people uh, who are thinking about going vegetarian? Oh, just know that it's also know that it's way easier than you think it is. Yeah, than it's going to be, yeah. and it's much more rewarding. Yeah. I hear. I most people who I talk to who have gone vegan or vegetarian are like, oh, I feel so much better. Mm-hmm. Um, I oh, feel man. lighter. I can like I have more energy. I always have energy. I like to talk to people, and they're like, oh yeah, I just go to take a nap, and I'm like, I'm good. Yeah, I'm, I've been up since like whatever, and I'm fine. I'm feeling it. Yeah, that's never happened to me. I have no idea. Maybe it's because I've been vegetarian so like since I was in grade nine. So like I went through puberty being vegetarian, mm. and so maybe I have never known. Maybe this energy, like if I started eating meat, my I would, 
I cannot imagine if I started eating meat how low energy I'd be because I feel like I'm low energy right now. So I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm not just saying sure it's about this. <laughs> okay. I'm not sure about this, but yeah. I have, but it may be true and it might not be true. I'm going to, I'm going to come stronger and can, I'm going to come back to this on the next episode and tell you if it was true or not. Cause I don't have time to look. Oh, I don't want to look it up right now, mm-hmm. but my assumption and my, I think that it's that your body has a harder time processing meat than does vegetables. Yes, and, I think that's true. And because of that, I think it actually might pull some energy from you. Yeah, I, I think I think that I think that is exactly what it is. I think meat requires much more energy to break yeah. down and process in your body. And that's also, I think tired. that uh, when you're eating meat, I think a lot of the times you're also eating like simple carbohydrates with it. Mm-hmm. Um, and when you're eating, I mean, that can of course be the case when you're eating vegan stuff too. Yeah, There's vegan comfort be. food is delicious, right? Yeah, we all know this. But I think generally, if you're eating kind of a more well-rounded vegan diet and you're also eating some healthy yeah. stuff, oh, so um, those foods pack a bigger punch mm-hmm. for nutrients and mm-hmm. um, energy particles. <laughs> what What did you just can you say a long um, time, please? Sorry, I was just um, energy particles and energy particles. You know, very good that you Cajules. get macros, micros, energy particles. Interesting. Lungs, teeth, um, cauliflower. My advice is always to take your time. I tell this on the, every podcast. And that's, I say, a, that's a great piece of advice. I say, listen, like, don't rush yourself into it. Because what happens mo- like most of the time if you rush yourself into it is that you have a difficult time. Mm-hmm. Or you don't. Like, it's, it's a, it can be a big learning curve. It's getting better, but it can be a big learning curve oh, for regar- people. Yeah, regardless, it's a big learning yeah. curve. Like, a- adjusting to the new way that you need to think about like your food, your food, your purchases, everything. Mm-hmm. Like I've been vegan for two and a half years and I'm still learning stuff all the time about it. I just found out man meat was vegan. So, or whatever that sloppy joe it. sauce I don't know is. What it is. I wish I could under, I wish I could tell you what the, it was actually called. Cause I feel gross calling it man meat, but I, I think, I think I know what you're talking about, but I, I've never had it. Um, but yeah, just take your time, be chill. You know, it'll yeah, come dude, be chill. Did you know that I'm growing carrots on my balcony? Oh my god, I thought you were about to say a different thing. Uh, the Vegan Ambition Podcast is getting a little bit more uh, liberal. I'm growing something on my balcony. Um, no, uh, no, you're growing carrots, Canada, but no, no. Seriously, yeah, yeah, I've got them in, in this tiny metal box. They're in the green box. You can see, and they're coming along. Is really this an well. ad? Yeah, it is. Oh, okay, cool. Uh, they're these special mini carrots, so they don't grow the box. And carrots are delicious and healthy. Uh, and we should have them around us all the time in my opinion uh i've even seen par- people making hot dogs out of carrots recently which is really interesting to me but while researching carrots for the sponsor call i learned something new that i did not know before oh my goodness please inform me did you know that carrots don't actually improve your vision unless you have a vitamin a deficiency oh i know i didn't know that it was a myth i guess that, that makes created. sense i wear glasses i ate a lot of carrots as a kid it was a myth that was created by the British Air Force during World War II to explain of course it was. to explain why their pilots were so good at flying at night, and they, but they were actually disguising their improved radar technology. Oh yes, you know we just eat a lot of stews here in Britain with carrots and peas. Orange things help the eyes. <laughs> uh, yeah, That's but I got ridiculous. that on Wikipedia, so who knows? Um, Sounds right. But thank you, carrots, for sponsoring today's episode. All right, before we finish up, is there anything else that you'd like to say? I have an idea for a future podcast. One of my friends was telling me he's cooler than I am. Uh, The the thing about uh, a grow-op being outside your door, which is not here. (laughs) You just have a carrot grow-op. I'm not growing cannabis. Um, But he was saying that um, vegan people, there's a tie between people uh, being vegan and doing cocaine. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Because people say that it's vegan. And that, I just saw him, I, I asked him about this. Actually, oh, I wish I had my phone. Um, he posted on Instagram about it because he's a little bit of a player. And he's in, you know, he's a little rebel and he's into uh-huh. some of these things that I don't, I'm not into. But um, anyway, he was he was talking, he was like, these vegan girls love cocaine because they say it's vegan. And I just thought of that right here in the but moment. I was isn't like. is cannabis vegan also? Well, yeah, cannabis is vegan. So... But, like, cocaine is like, oh, I don't know anything about it. So I'm saying, Dan, one day I would love for you to talk about this on your podcast okay. and uh, see and kind of look at drugs and see how, if they're that's vegan a, or not. Actually, a really interesting be, idea. Uh, I think, yeah. actually, that would get a lot of hits. That yeah. that sounds like a BuzzFeed video if I've ever heard one. 
All right, I'd like to thank Yellow Split Peas, Pears, and Carrots. I'd like to thank Daniel, and of course, you nice. the listeners. Force build behind uh, <laughs> Peas, Carrots, and... <laughs> They're the sponsors. Uh, and of course, you the listeners for being with uh, here with us today. Daniel hosts a podcast with his friend Sam, yep. who was also on the Vegan Ambition, called the Giamatti, Giamatti, Giamatti podcast. Um, and if you're a fa- fan of Paul Giamatti, I recommend you to go and listen to it. Um, uh, yeah. They're so going it, through all of his movies in it, order. Yeah, basically, uh, it's a really fun podcast. If you like comedy, if you like the entertainment industry, you should give it a listen. Mm-hmm. We're watching everything that uh, Paul Giamatti has ever been in, but uh, it's not specific to Paul. We talk about life, Hollywood, uh, up, you know, life, news, and Paul Giamatti, you know, and mm-hmm. uh, we got sound clips. We don't talk about veganism, but I'm sure the overlap, the Venn diagram overlap is huge for this podcast. <laughs> uh, and you can find Daniel on Instagram at Giamatti Podcast. Is that right? <laughs> that's, yeah. That is my official. That's the Instagram. You as, can... <laughs> as well as Daniel Brenneman. Yes. You can follow the podcast. We're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, um, everywhere you get podcasts. Mm-hmm. Um, Instagram at Giamatti, Pod- Giamatti Podcast, G-I-A-M-A-T-T-I Podcast. And then myself, more importantly, you can follow me, Daniel Brenneman. I'm sure it's in the show notes, at Daniel Brenneman on uh, Twitter, Instagram, uh, YouTube. Let's see. That's about it. That's uh, that's all I got, man. As always, if you have a question, a suggestion, you want to be a sponsor, or you want to be on an episode, just send us an email. At Do you get emails ambition. from sponsors? Like, hi, my name's uh, Lil Broccoli. Uh, can I be? <laughs> yep. <is> our- <laughs> yeah. Uh, you can send us an email at veganambitionpodcast at gmail.com or visit our website, theveganambition.com. Mm-hmm. And we'd love for you to share the podcast with your friends that are vegan or non-vegan or vegetarian or pescatarian or flexitarian or whatever you want. Get the uh, word out there. Just this share it. This is a great it. show. Yeah. We want people to learn about it and hear I've about it. I've been on it twice. Yeah. I would know. Great show. Good people. Big audience. Thank you, everybody, for listening. What's yeah. your Patreon? I don't have one yet. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you everyone for listening and have a great day. Bye. Bye.